0: Welcome to The Hidden Palace with SkyBlaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am SkyBlaze and this is The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. I apologise for the slightly late start. Um, Despite it working like 20 minutes ago, My computer decided that it wasn't going to recognise my hard drive. Uh, And that should not be playing yet. Oh... Right. So, I have to... ...do things. Alright, there we go. Computers, yes. Quite. I'm actually a bit worried about my portable hard drive I think it might be uh, on its way out which is inconvenient because I've still not been paid by my co- from my current contract so uh, I can't buy another one at the moment huh. Right, let's talk about what we're actually going to talk about uh, the few ga- the games that we are going to look at today have a few things in common. Uh, these are all that they are based on... They are games that are based on a manga. Um, the first of these is called Ah! Uh, Harry Manada. Uh, which was a manga series which ran from 1991 till 1996. And featured a sumo wrestler called Harry Manada. Who in the manga had recently promoted to the highest rank of sumo wrestler known as Yokozuna. The story premise is on the day of his entrance procession Harimanada announced as a challenge to beat the record of 69 nice, consecutive wins held by, by real life sumo wrestler Futabayama, who achieved this record over the course of 3 years from 1936 to 1939, which if Wikipedia is correct is a record that hasn't been beaten even to this day. Harumanada then adds that even if he loses uh, even one match, no matter the circumstances, he will retire on the spot. Alongside the manga, an anime series was broadcast in 1992 and the games we're going to talk about were developed and published by SEGA in 1993 for both the Mega Drive and Game Gear. Uh, I've only got the soundtrack for the Mega Drive version as far as I can tell, but uh, I have a track for that later. Uh, that one's saying they also might need a new portable hard drive because it can't run Windows 11, and they're apparently phasing out security on Windows 10. Uh, yeah, within the next few years. I'm not going to worry about it for now. Um, for, uh, well. My laptop can probably handle it. My desktop PC, I think it need. well, it needs some grades. Um, mostly a, uh, new graphics card. So, now that graphics cards are actually coming down to sensible, sane prices I might actually be able to get one at some point soon. A resident Nessie saying, it'd be interesting if they extend that as there'll be so many PCs which can't officially be upgraded to Windows 11. Yeah, they kind of binned the requirements on that one. Uh, because apparently the, the thing that's supposed to check if um your computer can be upgraded. lies about it not being upgradable which it is even if it is which is odd oh well anyway back to um, Harry Monada so if you haven't figured out what kind of game this is it's being about sumo wrestlers it's a fighting game you may have guessed In it, you face off one-on-one with another wrestler, though you grapple, throw, charge and slap your opponent around the arena. Your main goal being either to drop their health bar to zero or knock your opponent out of the ring. Pretty standard fighting game type stuff. Matches are single round affairs and once you win or lose, you'll get a result screen where the winner will mock the loser. I I think. It's all in Japanese, so I really can't tell. I I watched some uh, brief playthroughs for it, but yeah, as far as I can tell, there's no translation for this. Oddly enough though, the main menu does ha- is in English, and you can choose between one player, two player, password, or options. Ad- d- <coughs> oh, hi Nick! Um, and Electric bugaloo So, <laughs> yeah. Let's have some music then, so from our Harry Manada, we have Lucky Adventurer of Heaven, and then our first request for this evening, we've had quite a few, Mystic Defender Scene 1, and that one requested by Electric Boogaloo. So please enjoy those, and I'll be back after this music break to talk a bit more about some sumo wrestling game. Was Mystic Defender Scene 1, requested by Electric Boogaloo, and before that we had Ah Harry Manada, Lucky Adventurer of Heaven. Uh, Cromptane, who I think is a user I've not seen before, but welcome, um, asks if one of the games got portions of the Mega Drive Mini at some point. Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember seeing that in my uh, research, but I could be wrong. Um, a lot of the information about Mega Drive Mini is annoyingly in Japanese, so sometimes it's uh, it's difficult to tell. And then Roth is asking uh, if any of you have seen the newer Homebrew games that have been coming to Mega Drive. Uh, I did a, a show, I think it was last year, or was it? No, it was earlier this year, about Homebrew games. Um, specifically the ones that were released in 2022. There's some really interesting ones, actually. Uh, check out that episode, which should be available as a podcast format, if you want to hear me talk about that. And if you want to hear me talk about some more homebrew games, or if you've got any specific requests, let me know! Okay! Moving on. So, as I mentioned before, there is a password option in our Harimanada, and as you may have guessed from that, there's no save, for, uh, save state available. Only passwords will let you continue from the last fight that you won. Graphically, the Mega Drive version is quite detailed. While the majority of the wrestlers appear to be palette swaps for the most part, there are a few which have more unique sprites, such as the ones with face paint or larger body models. The Game Gear version is... well... um, It's about what you expect for a Game Gear. <laughs> uh, though in fairness, this version has a brief entrance animation for each wrestler as they take their position in the ring, and this is missing from the Mega Drive version. Electric Boogaloo says, Ahai Manada is on the Mega Drive Mini 2 in Japan. Ah, okay, it's the Mega Drive Mini 2. I did not realise that. Thank you, Electric Boogaloo. Not mentioned when I did my research for this, but, which is peculiar, but... Um, it's it's nice that it's getting a a re-release. I guess it must have been pretty popular in Japan, then? And Yu Yu Hakusho Makio... Toy is on the Japanese Mega Drive Mini 1! Electric Bugaloo really ought to do my job really seriously, but I'm here instead, you will have to deal with uh, my inferior knowledge <laughs> Right, going from one fighter to another next we have Asura no Mon also known as Asura's Gate in English not to be confused with Asura's Wrath which is what I was having pulled up when I was trying to look for the music originally. Did find some eventually, though. Uh, this is the manga series which follows the story of uh, Sukumo Mutsi, uh, 40th master of the deadly karate style Mutsu Enmi Ryu. The game released on the Mega Drive in 1992, but only in Japan, Korea, and Southeast Asia. So I wasn't able to find um, an English translation of this, but Southeast Asia suggests that an English translation might exist? Because there's quite a lot of English speakers in Southeast Asia. I mean, the English is probably going to be terrible, but it might exist. Uh, Nicholas Amand saying the soundtrack for um, uh, Mar- uh, Harry Manada must have been pretty popular to get a track re- represented on SegaCon, the best of Sega game music. Uh, because the tracklist was decided by fan vote, Oh, I guess it must have been then. <laughs> Electro people is saying I don't have the face or voice for radio. You don't need a face for radio, that's kind of the point. But, if you like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to... Uh, harvest the fruits of your knowledge. Um, yeah, Electro is great. Uh, when I actually did get really, really stuck on a particular topic. I think it was um, the Innovations one. I was absolutely at a dead end, and I like for people who helped me out with um, finding some information. So, Shura is a bit of a weird one. Uh, it's not your typical fighting game. Uh, rather, it's a strategic fighting game. Um, what I mean by this... I'm going to look my talk bed before that I run out is that instead of simply attacking like you would in, say, Street Fighter, you move your fighter around the screen, avoiding your foe, all the while a concentration bar on the side of the screen rises. Once you've got it high enough, you can move within range of your opponent and then open an attack menu, which displays a number of available attacks or defense options. Um... Which is weird, it's like almost like the active time battle system from the older Final Fantasy games and It's really difficult to describe unless you've actually seen it Uh, but it's very peculiar Um, Electric is saying the face for Radio Thing is a joke I knew about for years now Um uh, Mitch Ben, who's a, a comedian and um, musician One of his albums was called Radio Face so he actually was on Radio 4 for quite a while. Anyway, let's have some music then. So from Shuro we've got Battle Theme 1 and then another request for this evening. This one is from Pocket O'Leary and this is Astro Boy and Mega Factor Stage 1. I'm not sure if uh, if Pocket Larry's around but if you are, are poke, poke your nose into the chat and guess give us a wave. So, I hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you after this music break uh, to talk a bit more about um, Shurin' I'm On. And probably some more games as well. Enjoy! And you're listening to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze on Radio Sega. Back and that was Astro Boy and Mega Factor Stage One, requested by a El- uh, Pocket of And um, before that, we have from Shura Nomon uh battle theme number one, uh, which actually has some really nice stereo effects. There's another track later on that's got some really nice uh, stereo effects in it, so put your headphones on. Um, Yeah, um, Greg saying, I've occasionally used the joke about having a face for radio, along with a voice for silent movies. But he says that, and yet the first time he subbed in for me on uh, Hidden Palace, everyone was praising about how wonderful his voice sounded, and saying he sounded like he belonged on Radio f- BBC Radio 4. So I was like, well am I then, chopped liver? It's the sort of thing that's gonna kinda cut your ego down to size. Anyway. Uh, don't worry about it, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I didn't take it as an insult or anything. It's okay. It's just, just jokes, just bants, in it? Or something. I don't know. Let's move on. Where was I? Yes, sure. And I'm on. Uh, going into more detail on the battle system. Uh, you have points in the fight where a cutscene will play, which can expose what attack your opponent is planning or use it on using against you, giving you the means to retaliate as appropriate. Uh, the game also has story scenes between each fight and on defeating your opponents you'll get a password to help you get back to where you left off. Again, this game is not in English so if you're wanting to play this for yourself and you want to understand what is going on you'll need to find a translation guide to help you out. Or as I mentioned there might be a Southeast Asian English patch but I've not been able to find it. Maybe you'll have a look. <coughs> I'll agree I post like posting the, the- uh, this is great banter, it? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm mostly over um, the chest infection. But I still have some goo on my lungs. I'm getting better, I promise. Now I just have to worry about the fact that my knee is um, a bit knackered and I need to wear a, uh, wear a knee brace. I'm just falling apart at the seams. I'd, I'd like my Ghost in the Shell-style full body replacement now, please. Moving on. So here is a manga that a lot of you should recognise. Uh, so hopefully quite a few of you will be... Because um, I don't think it'll make you kill over. <laughs> oh dear. So, the Senshi Sailor Moon. For those who want a quick language lesson and don't already know this, which you probably do, Uh, Bishojo is Japanese for Pretty or Beautiful Girl, while Senshi means Warrior, so the English title roughly translates to Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon. The game was released uh, for the Mega Drive in 1994, of course only in Japan, say it with me now, Uh, developed by Arc System Works and TNS and published by Maba, who was originally the name for the partnership between Mattel and Bandai, who used to sell Barbie dolls in Japan. Alright then! For some reason, Bandai retained the name, and used it to publish a handful of games for the Mega Drive. (laughs) Alright, Bandai? Calmed the hell down? (laughs) The game itself is a side-scrolling beat-em-up similar to Streets of Rage or Golden Axe, and sees you play as one of the five original Sailor Guardians. The Innocenti. For nerds. Weebs. As this game is set soon after the end of the first season, which confuses me! Because didn't they get their minds wiped at the end of the first season? I seem to recall this, being a thing. I mean, I'm sure that was the first season? I don't know anymore. It's been a long time, and I had to watch the uh, the DIC dub. Uh, and I have watched Crystal, but that is a different interpretation. It came out in nineteen ninety-four, <laughs> put his spoiler tags on. Oh fire. <sighs> so each Guardian has their own range of attacks, but all the sprit across the ABC buttons as attack, aerial attack, and special, which is a charge up projectile attack. Uh let's have some more music, shall we? Um... So, from Besocio Senshi Sailor Moon, we have Stage 2, Giant Dessert. Uh, This one also has some pretty nice stereo effects, so make sure you've got your headphones on. And then, for a complete change of pace and music genre, we have from Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, Surviving Stars Shooting, and that was requested by Hydro. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after this music break to talk a bit more about Sailor Moon. I'm Resin SD, host of and Live. And when it comes to boosting your Sega education, there's no better place than The Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, Surviving Stars, Shooting, Requested by Hydro. Who requested an absolute banger. That one can go into my next DJ mix. Um. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And before that we had uh, Bishos Vashenti, Sailor Moon, Stage 2-2, Giant Desert. Um. Yeah, that, absol- that absolutely needed glow sticks, that uh, Fist of the North Star right? Uh. The, yeah, the thing that amused me about the Fist of the North Star one is the, the, um, cocktail drinking minigame. Which is like, if you, uh, nail it, then you get the, you are already drunk. And I just, I just creased. I thought that was so funny. Oh, that one's cut. Hugo is in front of the screen. Hello, Hugo. Uh... And Resident SD, host of Tate and, uh, Tate and Dive, only vertical resolution games on the Columns 3 soundtrack. <laughs> so <laughs> she responded stop giving away my future show plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, where was I? I should actually talk about, you know, the games that I'm supposed to be talking about in the show. <laughs> Keep being distracted by the chat being more bonkers than usual. <clears throat> right, a few more things to note about Bisocio Asenshi Sailor Moon uh, While this game uses quite a lot of the same elements, it isn't a direct port of the Super Famicom game released in 1993 nor, as far as I can tell, is it related to the 4-player arcade game which, incidentally, there is a copy of that at the uh, Video Game Museum here in Sheffield um, since that arcade game was released in, I think, 95. So, I don't think it's related. Also, the game is only one player compared to the two-player of the Super Famicom version, um, and the arcade game being four players, I think. The majority of the stages' names and themes were kept, but some stages were removed or replaced, and the music was completely replaced with the exception of the main theme song, Moonlight Densetsu. You know, the version that they murdered for the D.I.C. English soundtrack. It's a fine, the the Japanese and the instrumental versions are fine. It's just that that English singer (laughs) just could not nail that song. And the lyrics were, meh. But that sort of thing happened a lot in the 80s and 90s. That feeling when your usual video game choices that you actually play are in a museum. Uh, Please insert um, the Indiana Jones gif here. I'm sure somebody will get around to it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's my birthday in a couple of weeks and uh, I'm trying to hook up all 11 of my consoles and just realising how old some of them are and then I have to go and cry in a corner. I mean, uh, no, 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 let's move on! Uh, yeah, we go, thank you Greyfort. You're all welcome. <laughs> right, good, moving on. So, Um... The Sailor Moon game. There are even some different boss fights, all of which include their own boss theme songs, rather than having a generic boss theme song for them all. And as a further separation from the Famicom game, there is a hidden 6th level which can only be accessed by playing the game on hard mode. Here you go up against the boss Queen Battaglia, the true mastermind behind the Dark Kingdom organization. Maybe. It gets a bit confusing in the anime and manga. Your British Museum breaks into your house and steals your Mega Drive. I will fight them. I mean, it depends who from the British Museum. I'm pre- pretty sure I could take most of them. Although if it's somebody like Joanne Fletcher, I think I'm a bit buggered. <laughs> a Green Viper saying, I wish I could make it. I know, I'm sorry. I thought I'd invite you just in case, but... Um Wrath's apparently rescuing a Sega Saturn controller, um, doing the Lord's work there. So let's start some music. So from Bistosho Senshi's Sailor Moon S on the Game Gear, we have Stage 1 Infinity Park. And then from Zillion 2, the Tri-Formation, requested by Electric Boogaloo, we have Inside Base, the FM version. Enjoy! And we are back, and that was Zillion 2, the Triformation um, inside base, the FM version. And before that we had from Bisousho Senshi Sailor Moon S, on the Game Gear we had Infi- Stage 1 Infinity Sea Park. So, now it's time to move it into the Chiption Corner. And I'm going to be looking at some uh, ye olde DOS games again, so we can admire the MIDI arrangements of the past. Uh, I'm not going to get into the argument about whether or not this counts as proper chiptune. Uh, That argument has been raging in the demo scene and uh, chiptune scene for a long time. Discuss it among yourselves. Don't get me involved. So today I'm going to focus on Lee Jackson, who worked for 3D Realms and Apogee between 1994 and 2002. He worked on several classic DOS games, including Shadow Warrior, Rise of the Triad and Stargunner. although he's probably best known for his work on Duke Nukem 3D, including composing the iconic theme. As of 2021 he was still composing game music, working alongside the modders in the Doomworld Community Forum, and authoring several new general MIDI tracks from assorted projects within that community. Well, Adlib cards and uh, Sound Blaster cards still have chips, and the chips generate the sound. So it's chip Don't at me. I will not be taking questions at this time. <laughs> So I'm gonna play uh, his most, probably his most iconic theme, and that is Grab Bag from Duke Nukem 3D. You probably all heard it, but it's amazing, so please enjoy this, uh, let me know what you think, and I will post, well, I'll, very forward, post a link to his Twitter and his um, own website page. <coughs> Excuse me. So, please enjoy that and I will speak to you after this break to close out the show. And that was Grab Bag from Duke Nukem 3D by Lee Jackson. Absolute classic. And if you've not heard it before then what the hell. Uh, But at least you have now, so I have contributed to your education. (laughs) So thank you everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, I had a lot of requests this week. but if you hadn't had chance to think of one in time, do not worry. I will probably... I will very likely cover more anime and manga games in the future. Uh, I have a vague idea of doing like, an episode about giant robot games. Uh, I think that might be fun. Um, so, if you have you'll have more chances to select tunes from your favourite anime game adaptations. And if you have any ideas for other topics that you want me to cover, please you can contact me on Discord, where I am, skyblaze42-5499 Or you can reach me on Twitter, where I am at Blazing Skies, or Mastodon, where I am... what is my ID over there? I forget. BlazingSkies at tech.lgbt Or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega Twitter, Facebook and Discord. So, I think Gavi should be coming up next with, SN- with the SNS? I think? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but tomorrow be sure to tune in for the LMC Block and Rex's Sega Mixer Drive. Um, I've been Skyblaze and this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. One last track to go out on and a shout out to Kevin Overin uh, uh, on LMC because this is a track from Digimon. It's not from a game, but I. This is my show, and I make the rules. So, the Japanese theme tune from uh, Digimon uh, Butterfly, not the extended uh, version that I have, which is by uh, Ensign, but uh, Masaki Endo, But it's it's a good version anyway. Take care, everybody, and good night. gemme toni i If you enjoyed the show, check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiosega forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.